All right, how are we going to start this off? Maybe we should start off with like some tender lo-fi beats uh, because this feels like a more of a sensual episode. I mean, the shot is pretty sensual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it only suits right for the two tender boys of the creative herd. PK Passion. What's going on? What's going on? It's been a minute, bro. It's been a minute. When was the last episode? It's been like months. It was like. right. It was right before I had said, "Yeah, coming at you biweekly." <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, "You know what? We should take a break." Yeah, and then that break turned into a hiatus. I think, I think it was very necessary, though. I feel like we were both entering very busy summers where um, having fun was important. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, not to say this wasn't fun, but something that you and I have always struggled with is having a healthy working relationship and friendship relationship at the same time because we either obsess about either one. We either, mm-hmm. there's half of us, it's like, let's just make cool shit. Let's make so many films, so many projects, and let's just go, go, go. Idiot, ideate, ideate, ideate. <laughs> execute, execute. <laughs> but then the other half of us is like, yo, let's drive across the country and just like get lost and like not work. Yeah. And we've... We've always struggled to find the happy medium. So I think this hiatus was just necessary for us to realign how we want to approach this. And we were talking off camera about setting like more of a strict schedule to approach this. So we can kind of have a day where we're doing the creative hurt mm-hmm. and we're focusing on this. And then outside of that, we can just kind of, you know, continue just <laughs> how our friendship operates <laughs> to continue daily. to exist just to exist if it really feels like we've just been existing for the last little bit yeah that was quite long-winded to to justify the hi- hiatus yeah <laughs> it's still necessary uh, though and uh if you're listening to this at home and not the video that's on our youtube channel you're listening to this at home we are like, <laughs> we, our voice may sound weird because we're lying down. We are lying down and you're missing out on a very beautiful shot. We, uh, we spent way too long on a rig that could be way simpler, but <laughs> we don't have much shit at our, our at Spencer's house. So we, it's pretty. Just check it out. Close yeah. the Spotify or whatever. No, the, dude, the Spotify has video now. Oh. We're in 2023 now, man. Bro. The world is just living there. Love to hear it. Love yeah. to hear it. It's pretty sick. Speaking of twenty twenty three with the new year, it's it's upon us, man. And how are you feeling about it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's try to stay away from existentialism. Like, yeah, work work life. Um, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm feeling like I still don't know what's happening, but I'm walking in the right direction. Man, so. I said that exact same thing to someone this morning. Like those are the exact words exact words i'm like i don't know where i'm going but like i feel like it's a good place it's a good one good mm-hmm. direction mm-hmm. yeah more of just like it, it almost feels like less of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks and more of just like um purposefully throwing the right things almost being like no 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 that one's a waste of time i'm gonna throw this one at the wall. and more of more of just doing that and like weeding out the the things that i really want to be doing because pretty much every year and we definitely talked about this i always just i'm like, I'm like man i just want to do 
like more of what I want to do and less of what I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And like that's my Ain't only that resolution. The <laughs> that's the truth. But for some reason, I feel like we are we're close to that. Mm-hmm. Not perfectly. I feel like we're always going to have gigs and any freelancer or any creative, we're always going to have gigs that aren't completely fulfilling of what we want to be making. But at the end of the day, we, we still get to create, you know, videos and photos and just art for a living. And that's pretty fucking cool. And we have to remind ourselves that a lot more because I, I for one, too, take what we do for granted. And I'm still so fresh into doing it full time. But mm-hmm. it's we we get to make art, and that's awesome. That's a that's an awesome thing that we get to do for a living. How would you sum up your first year? Like, hasn't been a full chaos? year. Yet. Hasn't <laughs> been a full, yeah, has not been a full year yet. But if we were just talking like twenty two to twenty three, well, I mean, t- for taxes, it has been a full year. For yeah, you. Oh yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Uh, <laughs> tax purposes. For tax purposes, it was uh, if uh, if the CRA is listening. Oh, so slow. <laughs> oh, it's really struggled. Can barely afford to live. Uh, but <laughs> uh, on the reels, though, it was great. It was chaotic, though. Chaotic was the right word. Um, it just felt like I was jumping from task to task, all multiple at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm usually good at firing off on all cinders and having my back up against the wall, but it felt like my back was up against like air, and there was no there was no <laughs> wall to like support me, and I kind of just had to like stay centered and, and figure that shit out. And I definitely had some challenges. Um, but I also had some incredible breakthroughs and, and mm-hmm. had some incredible moments in my very early career. And they've only let me, led me to feel excited for 2023. And yeah, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty pumped. That's dope. This is dope. That's super dope. But I do kind of want to look back on 2022. We did release a lot of episodes and there were a lot of, uh, new listeners, a lot of new homies, a lot of people checking out the website and just mm-hmm. hearing your name. So Hello, thank you for listening to us blabber in one of our living rooms and talking about the journey of of being a creator. And mm-hmm. I don't want to use creator as like just as a YouTuber, but we're talking like as a graphic designer, photographer, filmmaker, whatever your medium may be. We just talk about how we navigate in real time uh, the industry and learning from our mistakes also growing from our mistakes because it's lessons not consequences you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah big facts so big facts well, one thing i want to ask you is i want you to share with me what your favorite project was that you made or you were a part of and then a favorite shot that you could mm-hmm. describe and we can link all this in the show notes and in the youtube thing caption what are those called show notes show notes show notes, show notes. Show notes. That's a good question. I think like taking steps in personal work um, to find my own style was a big part of the year for me. Uh, So that was nice in a way. Uh, I edited a video that for like project purposes uh, hit plus million views, which is cool. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty on, cool. But that on Matt's channel, obviously. Ah, uh, that's still. But it's still s- s- cool to be a, p- a part of something like that. To be like, damn, I'm just out here editing me and Winston. 
<laughs> like day to day in this video just hit like over a million people's eyeballs and that's wicked it's a big win bro yeah yeah it is pretty cool um but yeah more so just definitely like the focus of of defining my own personal style in terms of filmmaking less side of editing uh is definitely like going to transport from 2022 into into 23 um yeah i love I where know. you were going with that but i did ask you what your favorite project was that you made and your favorite shot i'm happy no you said worked on you said worked on you said worked on. Uh, okay that's fair that's fair but you didn't even say what the video was which one was it um i don't know oh good all right so answer my second part of the question what is your favorite frame you specifically shot this year um i would say some of the beach stuff that we shot uh mm. like pretty much at the beginning of this year i would say coming out of uh hibernation at the beginning of the year going for like a beach uh sunrise shoot and it was just some simple youtube content nothing mm -hmm. crazy nothing project driven or client driven uh just for fun and um yeah it was just like we got lucky with like the location where we were at and the light and it was just so beautiful mm -hmm. and that video lives on my youtube channel and i the whole basis was it was that uh there's like art installations that are installed um, in the wintertime at Woodbine Beach in Toronto. Um, and they're beautiful, beautiful structures. And we just wanted to visit it at sunrise when mm -hmm. it was going to be quiet. And it, I, I, I may be wrong, but I feel like it was the first day of spring as well. And I got a little too excited. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to wear a yeah, flannel. Yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, fucking yeah. so cold. Yeah, it was still super, super, super cold. Super cold. But that was fun. And there are some beautiful shots in that, from the lighting to the composition. You did a wicked job filming that for me, so I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and that's just, yeah, like breaking out of the little comfort zone of like getting out of the, getting out of the edit chair and like just behind the camera more has been uh, a journey in itself. And it's like the amount of stuff that we club collaborated on this year was actually like really cool. And the amount of mm -hmm. projects that we did together, uh, so much learning went down and in just like in the production of just like seeing everything work and then like actually like putting our brains together and be like, how do we, how do we make this shot happen? Or like, there's so many moments like that, that we just like pulled through on, which was, which was pretty cool. I mean, we just did that now setting up this shot. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, nothing. I don't think anything is going to change in the coming years. Yeah. But we definitely did the most projects we've ever done mm -hmm. um, collaboratively and separately in this year i think for sure and they were all within like the the realm of what we want to create too mm -hmm. you know it wasn't just like i had a corporate gig and i was like fuck i need spencer to yeah, be like my hands. b cam i need a hands it was like no i'm i'm directing this really cool piece and i would love you to be a part of this and see what how you would like to um add value yeah how would you like to add value to it <laughs> so yeah, I'm very grateful for how much we got to work together from music videos to little social content videos, Instagram, bare Instagram reels, so many TikToks, um, and just our creative herd too. We got to work on a lot of things together. So I yeah. am very grateful for that for this year. Winston, it's not playtime, dude. Go sit. <laughs> Go sit, bud. Also, thank you for Winston always popping in. Yeah. Always wanted to pop in. What's your What's your favorite frames and project? Hmm. Was that the question that you asked? Yeah. At I the beginning? So. Yeah. Um, I think 
I have a kind of like a two-part answer. Uh, there's, I like them for t- two different reasons, but okay. I, back in this end of summer, maybe August or early September, I had the opportunity to be a photo assistant on my very first gigantic campaign. And it was with uh, the Hudson Bay Company and the Raptors. When they, every year they release like a clothing oh, line yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, together. So Sick. Uh, I have friends over at Tier Zero, which is a like a creative production house uh, in Toronto. And the head photographer asked me to be his photo assistant along with someone else too. Her name is Shantae. Shout out to Shantae. Um, to assist them through at the photo shoot. So essentially this is the first time I got to see a crew of, uh, usually we work, we work with crews like 10 is like the highest we've ever worked with. Mm-hmm. There was a hundred people on <laughs> this crew. It was fucking nuts. It was, yeah. I've never seen so many hands on deck for a production because they were shooting a commercial and doing a photo shoot all at the same time for a for, uh, like a 16 hour day. So it was pretty insane. And, and seeing all all the toys and, and gadgets and cameras and all the lighting setups that I could only dream of like having. It was <laughs> yeah, just, just all like there. Just cranes and shit. And there's just so many jobs, you know, like between someone, like I saw the stabilizer that was wild. It was like a, a wagon and attached to it was like a gimbal arm. And that was, and this guy was carrying it like a fucking, like he was a horse, like carrying a wagon, <laughs> getting one of these tracking shots. And in my mind, I was like, man, I could get this shot handheld. <laughs> like, I was like, is this all necessary? <laughs> but it was. But you didn't say that out loud. Of course not. I was just like, oh, huh, yeah, yep. Copy, copy, yeah. 10, copy, all that. <laughs> Learning all the, the fucking lingo and stuff too, which is cool. Um, so I'm super grateful. And it's cool that I got to see our work together blown up across TVs and and on billboards and at Union Station and at like TTC stops like it's insane and I made that a goal last year to have my work displayed on that kind of level. Mm-hmm. I should have been more specific. I should have been, been I should have said and or specified in my mind that I'm going to be the one pulling <laughs> the shutter yeah. or like taking the photo. But shout out to Anthony Nuska. He is he is an incredible Toronto photographer and. Uh, before we even got into the project, he made it very clear that just because he's the one taking the photo, he isn't able to create the work we're about to create without the entirety of the team. So That's his cool. work out there is our work being displayed. And I was really appreciative that he said that because now I take a lot of like pride over that project. And it's cool. Mm-hmm. And I got to sit, meet some raptors and boy, they tall. <laughs> they tall as fuck. Yo, honest, they have the softest hands. I'm not I'm not even trying to like sound weird but oh, man. they have a hand person. They Yeah, no doubt, man. Buttery, so- bro. I dapped them up first. That was really cool. Got to dap that them is up. Cool. But like my hand fell off their hand cuz it was so soft. Wow. That's weird. Cuz that's their bread and butter, man. That's like yeah. that's their claim to fame. They got to take care of those things. That's true. That's true. I just thought they'd be a little bit more callousy, but it's fine, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> The other thing, my favorite frame specifically, it has to be from the latest project that I did. Um, I co-directed and DP'd a six-video campaign for an artist named Jamie Fine from mm-hmm. Universal Music. Um, and basically, she had released an EP and wanted to release six visuals for each song. And th- it followed the story of this queer couple and just showcasing like the intricacies and how human 
relationships can be from the struggles to the ups to the downs Mm -hmm. and for it just to feel very raw and tender and and very real and there are some shots that even even when i was behind camera filming them i was like getting choked up or i was like amazed as well (laughs) by my own shots just being like oh fuck yeah this is so cool yeah it's exactly how i pictured it in my head but better and that is always a cool moment that yeah that's epic man it's such a it's wild seeing things in your mind and then them actually coming to fruition on screen i think that's one of the coolest things that we get to do yeah that's that's like the sick thing about art mm-hmm. we just get to create it in our mind first and hope that we can actually execute it in person and then when we do it's oh there's not a better feeling mm-hmm. but on the flip side though when we can't create what's in our mind it's so frustrating like so so frustrating yeah but i want to get better at being able to do that executing the crazy ideas i have in my mind that's, yeah. a, that's a goal for next year word same oh my mind just went straight to like imagine if you just didn't talk to yourself like the 60 percent of the population <laughs> and that's just what didn't occur you're just like things are just silent in there and you're just not thinking about crazy shit i mean maybe you still think about crazy shit but like mm-hmm. actively trying to like what if i put this here and then i no that wouldn't work mm-hmm. and you're just like what does it look like when you're when you don't have that inside mind yeah i don't know i mean way less chaotic <laughs> maybe it's more like <laughs> proficient actually they actually can get shit done yeah it's just like blueprint blueprint drawings yeah, in there yeah Damn. That all right quick. what about what about for a creative herd 2023 or what what, what yeah i was want? gonna say like what we're what are we most proud of i think um it's 2022 in 2022 i saw i think that we put out 80% more episodes. Wow. <laughs> so we put out eight videos? <laughs> um, no, we did more than that. We definitely didn't put out eight videos, but uh, we did do a lot. This podcast has grown mm-hmm. um, substantially in its catalog throughout the maybe two last two years. Um, so I'm pretty stoked on that. But I do know that overall, um, there's a long way that this thing could go. For sure. Uh, not even in the podcast round, but just like in the creative realm in general and the grand scheme of things. Yeah. There's so many ways we want this podcast to grow outside of us sharing what's on our mind, but Mm -hmm. it being a first and foremost, a platform for more than just our work, but to share how we can help other people make their work, but also create and cultivate a a community of people that um, not just want to hear from us, but we want to hear from them as well too. And, and share each other's insights because this road, even though we work on several teams, it actually becomes quite lonely when you're just trying to figure out your own path. And if there are more candid conversations like the ones that we have, but in a community sense and it's online, I think this can be an avenue that really help out people and um, just creates more of a clear path for them on how they want to attack their, uh, their plan and their mission totally so but the only way that they can grow and we can grow is if you guys give us some stars give us some five fivers <laughs> fours we'll take we appreciate the five stars if you want to check us oh out on the God. youtubes the instagram spencer's back on instagram you know where to find us just yeah there. i mean debatably for a short period of time yeah but um it was cool like t- two times this week people have reached out in in my dms which is hilarious because i have literally 80 followers but i guess like it's just through the links of youtube and the show and and everything 
Mm-hmm. Shout out to those people. But it's been yeah really dope to just hear from people that are been like yo I listen to the podcast and, and yeah we've had quite a few of those even earlier in the year too. I remember they were DMing mm-hmm. me and showing me screenshots. I was like oh wow where do you live? <laughs> like Halifax, I'm like, Halifax. We're like, why are you in the dark web? Why are you watching yeah. this? <laughs> How'd you find us? But there has been some videos that have done really well. So we, uh, and just episodes in general. So we appreciate everyone. Appreciate mm-hmm. the community. And we'll let, let's keep this growing. Let's keep yeah, it going. like down to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So Fuck like, yeah. we'll just keep saying stupid shit into a microphone. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, inspo, inspo time. I'm going to talk about mm. two avenues. One, I want you to share a favorite YouTuber that has helped you, just gave you inspire or something that, you know, someone that you've been kind of looking up to as of late. Because I know a lot of people look up to you as an editor and they steal a lot of your editing tips and because you have them up for free on the Creative Herd. Yeah, so if you want to get the assets, go to the Creative Herd and get free, free assets but a lot of people take them so yeah you're an inspiration to some people who has been inspiring you as of late on the tubes hmm that's like so broad yeah <laughs> i mean you were saying someone the other day i can't remember her name though oh yeah um yeah i fell into to isabella page mm, that's um, right yes her her channel and and specifically like she's more of like a vlogger i would i would categorize her as Mm -hmm. um and maybe that's in in, improper to label her that way but like um her the way she sets up scenes and compositions and like makes vlogging not i don't know what words to use like engaging like just the the shots in the landscapes that she's getting is just so breathtaking that it's just like Mm -hmm and slow like and that's so refreshing to me that didn't do that paragraph did not do her justice but it's no it's she's really really good at uh her craft yeah and she creates a sense of stillness where it's yes. a it's a complete contrast of your work that's very quick quick cutting and yeah you you use a lot of uh don't say transitions no you don't use <laughs> you don't use transitions really but you you have different tools that you use to um, create tempo and flow into your videos. Yeah, I've always yeah. described a video as like uh, when you're skateboarding and the wind's in your hair. Like that, that's mm-hmm. how I feel about your videos. But with uh, Isabella Pages, it's there's this stillness. It's it's yeah. It's if it feels quiet, but it also feels full and, and grandioso at the same time because of her composition is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I totally understand why you like her work and i think everyone else should go check it out too because there's some breathtaking shit there for sure there's there's definitely like a lesson in like a long wide shot but it's like a borderline uh master class to not make it too long dude yeah man i (laughs) it's caveat i love a long wide shot as you know you love them too but i have put in a long wide shot in the last four client projects and they all got canned <laughs> like every single one they're like no yeah too slow i'm like that, that's the point it's, <laughs> it's, it's supposed to feel you know like ten, you know, never mind yeah. okay but yeah people don't want that right now it's not trendy yeah it's not trendy but you know what's going to trend again cross the souls did you hear that cross the souls you heard it here first. 2023, oh the cross dissolve revives. 
Was there crosses all of them, bones, bones and all? Dude, so many. So many. There was like five of them. We're going to get into that later. Okay, my YouTube inspo, wow. jump into me, is uh, I got two. One, we talk about them all the time, but I have to shout them out. Danny Gavertz. Gavertz. Yeah, our, dude, I cannot wait for his movie. Can't wait. And watching all of his BTS of the creation of his a forthcoming film is has been so inspiring and it puts it just puts him in a different category because he's not a youtuber anymore big time he's not a, some big film director but he's someone that used youtube as an avenue to generate uh, a community and cultivate a community that also funded his movie and he got to create something larger than youtube so it's really cool for him to break out of the mold of what a youtuber is and create something so pretty and even like his own youtube videos are always really well shot so mm-hmm. he has been he's, he's goaded he may not have the biggest subscriber count but he doesn't need it because the people who don't do know him know how incredible his work is so totally. i can't wait for his film dude he's the shining example of like doing more of what he w- actually wants to do and less of what he doesn't want to do absolutely and like youtube was that thing he's like i'm a youtuber but like I want to do less YouTube. Mm-hmm. So how do I do that? I want to make feature films. I'm just going to do more of that. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. It sounds so simple, but it, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't. But he put in the work too. He put in those hours doing bare spec work, lots mm-hmm. of free spec work, um, and a lot of just networking. But, you know, he did his thing and now he's chasing Ew, up with the networking. Ugh, I hate Ew. <laughs> I got invited to an event last week, bro, at the Soho house. And like, I've never been to I've never been to invited to Soho, so I was like, "Fuck, ooh, I'm cool to get invited to Soho." Jeez. The event came. I'm like, uh, "Nah, <laughs> I don't want to be under the same roof as like a bunch of people that I like. We all know of each other, but like, we don't want to say hi to each other because it's weird to be like internet Instagram followers, but like not say what's up. It's such a I don't know word." Networking is just not for me, but I'll have a chat with anyone. My second YouTuber, uh, who is not really a YouTuber either, his name is Lewis Potts. He's oh, a DP, yeah. he's a cinematographer. And what I really like about him is that he is very uh, insightful and shares a lot about lighting techniques in the most non pretentious, unambitious way. Yeah, like he, no bullshit. He's like, yo, I've worked with all these lights and every single thing you can think of but i use like a little shitty light panel to light my videos and here are the tricks bounce it off ceilings bounce it off walls do this do that and he's just dry and and kind of funny but i just i've learned so much from his videos alone because i i don't get like uh i don't get overwhelmed with all the lingo and overwhelmed with like the tech that i don't have true true, so he really shows you how you can make things with the shit that you do have and that's really cool and i respect that so danny and lewis potts shout out to y'all appreciate you i think it's like what you kind of mentioned earlier when you saw that dude with that like massive gimbal stabilizer thing Mm -hmm. on that uh on the bay shoot he's like that but for lighting to be like you could you know have this absolutely massive light or you could do it this simple way because you know money (laughs) yeah but at the same time they probably had that big rig because money it's optics right like it's well yeah it's all all simple too this is a million dollar project cool so like let's get like all the best things so it looks like you know the bane is spending their money on all these grandioso things yeah and it's just more efficient sometimes Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I've seen some videos, I've seen some films on an Ari, and I've seen some films on like a simple cinema camera, and there's obviously I could tell the difference, but like to the, the you, you know what? That's cap. I'm lying. There's times <laughs> where I'm like, bro, I can't tell. <laughs> like, they're sick. Some people are just really good filmmakers oh, and just gosh. know their shit and their camera and their lighting so well that you just you don't need the best of the best sometimes. Do you know the Canon C70? Side note, is Netflix approved? No. Yeah, it was Netflix approved when it came out. No, it wasn't. I saw an article recently oh. that it wasn't until very recently. Pretty cool stuff. Oh, I did not know that. Then. Bro, you can't. You're you're Netflix approved. Yo, this Creative Herd video is Netflix approved. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they have they have like some weird rules that. I mean, I guess that's overall arching film. Mm-hmm. That has to be like 4K, something, 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 something. Last inspo question yeah, for you. Whatever. <laughs> Favorite movie of 2022? This, this year? Mm-hmm. How are you going to just hit me like that, dude? Bro, you, we've been talking about this for a week. You should have had this in the barrel. Not movie, though. Like, okay, amazing movies that I've seen this year in theaters. <laughs> Yes. Bro. Bones and all, fan, phenomenal film. That's my film, bro. Nope, phenomenal film. A lot of haters may may say otherwise, bro. Dude, the technical, then I'm going with that one because the technical advanta- advances they made on that film with shooting IMAX on two cameras at the same time just to make day for night. Incredible. Mind-blowing, bro. If, if people understood that, just like common audience they would be fucking mind blown too. So explain, to, if you don't know what Day, Day for Night is, which I didn't know until this year, please Spencer, enlighten everyone what Day Well, for Night they is. even did it a next next level way okay, because they- the basic way first. The, okay, no. The, the way they did it on, on <laughs> Nope was they shot an infrared uh, image as well as like a color, a color image and then used that for like kind of blending purposes, CG purposes, um, so that they could still have color, but also know where the the clouds and stuff was, uh, because the main character kind of is like a cloud. Yeah, spoiler uh, alert. But yeah, definitely look up some behind the scenes. There was another film that I think was called Okay, Okay. Wait, backtrack. You didn't explain what day for night is. That, simply. What do you mean? Oh, when you shoot, when you shoot, like in the daytime. And then it's going to look like nighttime in the movie. Yeah, you edited it that way. Yeah. Blew my mind. Yeah, because you would never be able to, to know that when you watch the film. Uh, bro, as soon as I found out what different it was, I made a, uh, one of the videos for that, that Universal project. I did a day for night shot. And I was like, this is so... Interesting. The basic way is like super easy. Like you literally just underexpose it, throw some blue on there, and right. like, boom, nighttime. Yeah. But the way that Nope did it and how a lot of big productions do it, it's pretty incredible stuff man mm-hmm. yeah you said you had another one okay okay something yeah do you remember that film that we watched with joaquin phoenix and he was like a radio host oh yeah great film um it was just different and i liked what, that is that called okay i i think i might be wrong mm, i can't oh, remember I what know. it's called but i do remember that incredible long shot the long take wide shot where he's like walking down the street of san francisco oh, and mm-hmm. it's black and white and it's on screen for like 30 seconds, but yeah. you're like, oh, yes. Yeah, I love movies that just absolutely gut you. Yeah. Oh, that was a really good movie. I can't remember what it's called, though. I don't think it's called OK. Maybe it's OK, OK. OK. Fuck. 
Is it too okay? Okay. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll we'll I'll properly link it in the show notes because I feel like an idiot right now. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Well, you said mine earlier. Bones and all. That was that is yeah, uh, Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell. I want to say are the leading actors, and then directed by <sighs> people are going to kill me. Anyways, he wrote a famous book called Bones and All, and he said, I want to turn this into a movie. And Timothy Chalamet was like, yo, I'll put money into that and act in it. So he was an executive producer. Damn, that's sick. Um, wow. One of the most original films mm-hmm. I've seen in a very long time. It married, it blended so many genres. Like, it blended drama meets thriller meets horror meets romance. Um, meets kind of had some, like, weird, like, near noir aspects to it but not also mary's like weird country bumpkin <laughs> move films had definitely had some like independent <laughs> you know what i'm talking about what, what's that what's that dueling banjos <laughs> anyways uh it just had it was so genre bending uh for one oh my God. and it just it felt like a good coming of age movie, which I already am a fan of because they're usually shot very well, mm-hmm. but catered to an adult audience that is open for to thriller and horror. And the entire thing was shot on film, and it was beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Incredible wide shots, incredible long shots on rolling hills and meadows, a beautiful sky. The color was fantastic. They made Cross Dissolves cool again, which was mind-blowing because... I've, we've been ripping on crosses alls for at least five years now and every crosses all they did i was like oh, oh man oh 2023 merch that's just like make crosses alls cool again yo put that on a hat or a mug awesome put that on a red hat that's off. <laughs> I like where your head's at oh my God. nice i'm losing my mind but yeah great another great performance from timothy chalamet yeah. and this and taylor russell too wow she was an incredible actor and honestly go see that movie um it you think that it's going to be uh, predictable which it is in moments but then other moments it just throws you for one because of its just originality mm-hmm. so that film was just yeah it was just tender and it just it felt like while watching it it felt like something that i would make and want to make so that was that's always a great feeling when it your style is reaffirmed in in like a big or production yeah yeah honestly yeah i think you just hit the nail on the head of like why i don't like watching marvel movies Mm. and and i i say that so heavy-handedly i i enjoy them i love like spider-man yeah well, like all, 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 like the the hero movies, but it's so hard for the younger generation, calling calling ourselves young right now, Where's but like <laughs> the next the next gen of filmmakers to be like I, I, maybe there is, but like I just don't see everyone being like when it's dominated by superhero movies to be like I want to grow up and make superhero movies. Like no, yeah, we collectively and a lot of people around us like to make like coming of age films very tender stuff very mm-hmm. like sunset vibes and it's like you don't really see that in the mainstream no. that much anymore definitely not definitely not well, i don't know that's that, 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 that had a nerve for me i don't know <laughs> i felt that, i felt that bro i felt that <laughs> yeah i know i get it and i have i know people that have worked on those films uh and it just to them it feels like a corporate job 
so that to me is like a great indicator of, of a of an area of, of film that I just wouldn't want to be a part of. I think mm-hmm. because like I when I became freelance, I sought out to be predominantly photo and video would be like the back burner, not back burner, but it'd be secondary. Right. But I got hired for a lot of video gigs this year, which I'm very grateful for. But I try not to do as much film be, like video because uh, it's much more precious to me, and I'm very much more protective of how i see it and how i romanticize it the medium so i don't like taking on just anything so when i see you know when i think about if i could be on a marvel production would i take that opportunity i honestly think i wouldn't unless i was shooting like bts photo that's that'd be a really cool way to be on set but i just don't think i'd be there because i don't it doesn't sit well in a line with how i romantically see myself in films you know i can follow that train of thought yeah cool great well how do you see yourself in your creative field let us know oh oh i put my finger up and it went out of focus my bad (laughs) um just last time man the very last time we hit the segment for 2022 i haven't thought of anything so this is going to be right off the dome for both of us uh oh my gosh one thing the thing that's been helping you through your, your process as late, whether it's an app, a tool, uh, a person. If it's me, that's cool. <laughs> you know? I don't think we've ever done people. That's yeah, true. I think it's always been like a thing. Yeah, that's true. It can't be people, though. We can shout out people. Do you, I feel like you really are. are no, like, I don't have a person, though. I was thinking my dog. <laughs> I was thinking right. Sora. She's been emotional support lately, but no. Hmm. Um, I'm going to think of one right at the top of the dome. Here we go. I'm just going to blurt something out. Okay, cool. <laughs> Winter tires? No, don't have those. Uh, yeah, I said that just to fuck with you. <laughs> Damn. Um, Man. Oh, I got some new uh, light modifiers from uh, Godox recently, and that's been great for photo got some new umbrellas so that's been nice been Sick. doing a lot more strobe photography actually i got new backdrops from you appreciate that so that's you got been, the homie hookup that's been the tool man backdrops my strobe light and just diving into this new world of editorial strobe studio photography Ooh. so pretty i'm pretty excited about that for 2023 that's pretty sick that's an intention i'm getting my photo printed in like either a magazine or billboard or something that i shot that's in a studio in fashion editorial world. Boom. Boom. I said it. Out loud. Yeah. Where's your tool? What's your tool? I was going to say uh, Dehancer, but I, I actually like don't like it. Oh, hot take. <laughs> hot take. Explain to the people. Go ahead. No. Oh. Um, I okay. will just say I will continue to learn Dehancer mm. and use it for film grain. But my tool is... Oh. The good people over at Insta360 sent me a fucking camera. <laughs> yeah. We sponsored, boy. We and that was honestly mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. Absolutely blew the innards of my mind well, I mean, apart. you did have a video go viral, and it's been something you've done a few times. Um, yeah, but like, I literally was just like, hey, what would be more stable? Like, if you guys just sent me a 360 camera, and they're like, yeah. You're cool. <laughs> So pretty much, Spencer attaches an Insta360 yeah. 
to Winston and he skateboards and Winston basically films him. Yeah. I'll link that one in the show notes because it it was a good video. But the the key takeaway for that is just like, I literally have no following, you know? Mm -hmm. And somebody like me could pull that off. It was just wild, so. Yeah, but that's that's the power of making quality work, you know? And actually enjoying what you do. Because if you don't enjoy what you're putting out, then people are going to reciprocate that with not watching and not caring and not throwing really cool gadgets. And now you have your first big sponsor. So shout out to Insta360. I'm really looking forward to that big video you're about to drop. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm pumped, bro. And I'm pumped for you. Good job, dude. Good yeah, job. thanks. I think it comes down to um, somebody was asking me this week of like how how do you do what you do? Like, how did you get in the position of like working where you do and and doing all that stuff? And I think it applies to even what you're doing too. It's like, do it because you can't not do it. It's the simplest answer. And if you just follow that, I think it's what we've been doing this year. And it's just like, it makes you put one foot in front of the, in front of the other to be like, I, well, I can't not do this. So I'm going to keep doing this. And then you're Mm -hmm. just all of a sudden going to direction that you're really stoked on because you can't not, be doing it you know hell yeah man i learned from a friend that being more specific about what i want and what we want Mm -hmm. really helps build a brain map on how to achieve that because if i were to say brain map because if i were to be like yeah like i would like to make like some money it's like okay how where where do you get the money what are you gonna do but if i was like i want to make sixty thousand dollars like five dollars could be some money (laughs) you could find that (laughs) on the on the ground but if you're to be like, I want to make $60,000, how am I going to do that? I'm going to work this. I'm going to get this job. I can take on this and not take on this one. I need to balance my passion projects. Immediately, your mind starts thinking and mapping out how you can achieve this. So I'm not just saying mm-hmm. financially, but I'm trying to be more specific about um, what I want to create and who I want to work with uh, and what projects I want because it's just time. It's time to go, man. And we'll always make time for the creative herd because this is just something that we genuinely both love doing and, and sharing. And I don't ever want to cut out that part out of my brain map. Feel me? I feel you. Dude. Well, have you been looking at the lens? Yeah. The entire time you, you haven't, I haven't been looking at the lens. Oh, I've been deep into the eyes of our, (laughs) of our viewers. I feel weird that I wasn't looking into the lens now. Oh, maybe we should leave. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, happy holidays, MC, Mayor Chrysler, and (laughs) we will see you in January of 2023. Peace, y'all. All right. Appreciate it, bro. Dot me up. Boom. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Peace. Peace, people.